episode two. Rags to Kisses podcast. I am your host, Coach Sumo. And you know what? Before I even start, let's start with Wikipedia. Okay? Today we're going to be talking about this whole baby mama thing because, you know, Twitter is going crazy over it. And I'm getting... um, this is a new podcast, but I'm already on YouTube and I'm getting quite a few people saying address this baby mama thing and um, new show, no guests just yet. I'm working on a co-host. I'm working on multiple co-hosts. Um, I'm working on somebody who's more comfortable than I am on the microphone, but I'm going to get this guys. Let's start off. With Wikipedia, we might as well just put this thing into perspective so that everything makes sense to everyone. Wikipedia says, a baby mama, M-A-M-A, also baby mother or hyphenated baby dash mama, is a slang term for a mother who is not married to her child's father, although the term often carries other connotations as well. This term, check this out, okay? This is the uncool part. See, this is what people have issues with. This is what people take issue with in this crazy world that we live in, all right? This term is associated with African Americans originally. What is this? What is this? This term is associated with African-Americans originally coming from Jamaican Creole and finding its way into rap music. The equivalent term for a male is baby daddy or baby father. Okay, father, but it is not used as frequently. What does Wikipedia say about the origin of this term? All right. So we know they're saying that it originated in Jamaican Jamaican Creole as baby mother, pronounced in Creole, I guess, baby mother, baby mother, B-E-B-I-M-A-D-A, with the first printed usage appearing in the Kingston newspaper, uh, the Daily Gleaner in 1966. All right. The term is now in general used to describe any single mother. Okay, so a linguistics professor um, who studies Jamaican English, a guy by the name of Peter Peter Patrick, um, said that of the terms baby mother and baby father, so speaking to the people that have been uh, categorized as one of these things, they definitely imply there is not a marriage, not even a common law marriage, but rather that the child is an outside child um, y'all are going to need to help, help me out with that. Um, actually until right now, while I'm doing this podcast right now, I'm reading on Wikipedia right now. I'd never even heard of an outside child. Um, since entering currency in us tabloids, the terms have been, have even begun to be applied to married and engaged celebrities. Okay. So that is just the, um, I guess the colloquial use of it. Um, then you have the music, how it's used in music, 
and in television and film and so on. So this is how Wikipedia defines a baby mama and a baby daddy, okay? Uh, when you Google, baby mama comes up as an informal noun the mother of one or more of a man's children, especially one who is not his wife or current partner. All right? He and his baby mama have been broken up for years. That's my baby mama. Okay? That's my baby mama right there. According to the Urban Dictionary, baby mama is a term used to define an unmarried woman who has had a child. Most of the time, the term is used for when the relationship was simply sexual. One is a mother and not a baby mama, that name to it. So is the implication that you can't be a mother if you're a baby mama? And why does baby mama mean something negative? I'm not really, I'm not really, really, really getting it. And it appears that it's in Merriam Webster Dictionary, okay? So I'm just seeing that. Baby mama, all right? Slang. So they do have it as slang. The mother of a man's biological child, especially one who is not married to or in a long-term intimate relationship with the child's father. So I, th I think that... <laughs> The reason all of the craziness is going on about this term is that it seems like society wants to make it seem like only, only black women, only Latina women can be uh, a baby's mama, right? But if it's someone who has... A child with a man, a biological child with a man, then what couldn't that be any race? So so this is one of the issues that people, you know, have with this topic and it's negative. And why does it have to apply to women of color? Right? Why does it have to call up uh, apply? To women of color why do we have to listen things happen and being a single parent happens and being a single mom happens this is called life and for all the people that are you know all the things that i've read in preparing for this show it's just it's crazy. It's so disgusting without any curse words or any any profanity or anything like that. It seems like because of how it belittles and diminishes the value of women of color, it seems like this particular show, this particular episode of Rags to Kisses needs to be labeled as explicit. And that's crazy that you're speaking so negative about someone that even though there's no vulgarity, there's no profanity, there's no explicit sexual content, 
that just because of the ugliness of the things that I'm finding of how women of color are being beat over the head with this term, it's not, it's not cool. So, you know, it's something that we, it's something that needs to be addressed. All right. Um, what is something else that I found? Um, a baby mom is an unwed woman who sleeps with a man and gets pregnant. Hmm. So if you are married and you sleep with a man and get pregnant, then you're not a baby mama. So you can see how this is intentionally done to affect and negatively portray just a small demographic, a small group, or a few small groups, all right? Um, women are supposed to be celebrated and appreciated and uplifted and cared for by the men in their lives. Relationships do end, right? People break up, there are divorces, so on and so forth. But when children come into this world, then men are supposed to move in a certain way. We know that this doesn't happen. But if me, as a man, if I choose to walk away, to abandon you, to leave you as a single mother, then why does society attack you? Why does society attack the woman? Why is something wrong with you? That is the problem. And I, I don't know. It's, I mean, it's just very, very... I, I would even use the word complex but complex in a in a in a in a negative way and of course you know we all we I can't say we all use the term um but if you let's say google like uh why are how would we put it like why are black women um baby mamas, right? Now, I'm typing that right now, okay? Right here, like live on the podcast. And these are some of the, just some of the results that Google has populated. And without going into any of the articles, listen to some of these Titles, Blacks struggle with 72% unwed mother's rate, NBC News. 72% of black babies are born to unwed mothers. 72%. Now, this article is in November of 2010, okay? Now, I'm not even clicking on anything yet. This is just what's being populated in front of me right now. 
government statistics say that the issue of blacks having children at such a high rate is a changing and complex issue, really? But racism doesn't exist, right? So this is a changing and complex issue. What about the unchanging and complex issue of the racial wealth gap and uh, racism and disenfranchisement, okay? And people trying to take our voting rights away and stuff like that. But, but you know, let me, let me, let me, let me jump off the soapbox, guys. Okay, and let's go to uh, uh, an, another title. Why America's Black Mothers and Babies Are in a Life or Death. And I guess that's a longer, um, a longer title, so I can't see everything. Um, so let, let's click on that. I really want to, I really want to know why America's black mothers and babies are in a life or death crisis. The answer to the disparity in death rates has everything to do with the lived experience of being a black woman in America. Okay, this is an article from 2018. Um, we're not going to read the article. Um, it's from the New York Times. Um, another title, Why Are Birth Outcomes Different for Women of Color? Let me start by saying I've been an obstetrician for 15 years, which translates into having cared for thousands of pregnant women and their babies. Not going to click on that, but we can already see where they're going with that article. Family, economic, and geographic characteristics of black families with children. Hmm. Black American social standing in the United States has been shaped by a long history of racism and laws, policies, and practice that has built racist institutions and created an exacerbated inequality. This inequality is built into the infrastructure of our country and has formed a foundation. See, let's, this is what I'm talking about. This is an article that's trying to get to the substance of the problem. We need to stop attacking the women, because when we do that, what are we saying? Are we also saying, um, yes, okay, we say, what, what, what do we have? Uh, um, um, she's somebody, baby mama. Are you saying about children, that's somebody's baby son? That's her kid? Okay, it, it gets confusing. And I don't know if people see it that way, all right? But culturally you know if we talk about family structure culturally people of color black americans latino americans value romantic partnerships marriage and children let me repeat that culturally if you take anything from this episode black americans Latino Americans value romantic partnerships, marriage, and children. So, yes, we like sex, 
Unless you're talking about people like me, Coach Sumo, we love sex, okay? Sue me, all right? I'm not ashamed to admit it. I'm not afraid to admit it. But it doesn't stop there. It doesn't stop there. This is a cultural statement. So it's not like people are setting out to go and impregnate people and then leave them to raise a child on their own. Because if you say that, you're not just talking about the men, you have to be talking about the women. And how many women, are there some? I'm sure there are. But how many women out there are like, let me go and let me just have some random sex with some random guy for some random reason. And you know what? Let me do that unprotected so that there's a high probability, right, that he will get me pregnant. And then I'm not going to like that boy. I'm not going to like him. I don't want you, sir. I just wanted a little la 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 la. I seriously doubt that there are enough women to even count that actually go out and do that. It's hard enough trying to get to the panties, right? For any guys that are listening. In a lot of ways, at least from the perspective of guys, even hoes and promiscuous women, and if you even want to take it to the S word, sluts, okay? These are labels that other women identify with other women, right? They, they see it differently, but there are a lot of males out here that just can't get the amount or the quality of sex and intimacy that they would like. And you are still not going to just go and just proposition a quote unquote promiscuous female or thought or hoish female or slut and just get the panties. Like it just doesn't, it's just not that way. For some guys, it's a lot easier dealing with females. But, you know, guys look at something. Now, you know, I'm excluding rappers and athletes, you know, people that have money um, and stuff like that because, you know, they're like female magnets, all right? Girls gravitate to them. So it's different. High quality, high, you know, educated and and wealthy and independent females you know they're they're attracted to a certain type of guy so i'm definitely excluding certain types of guys right we can't put everybody in a box but some guys hear terms like promiscuous and thought and hoe and slut and then they're like where they at <laughs> right i've been in the gym and had these conversations with some guys like you know, those terms seem negative, but a brother, like, I need some attention. 
like I need some attention in that bedroom. And they just really wish that they could find these girls. But culturally, all right, this is this is a factual statement. If you if you if you juxtapose, if you put side by side, okay, that's all juxtapose means. If you if you put side by side the black community communities of color with communities of melanin <laughs> deficiency, okay? The absence of melanin, all right? To put it mildly, um there's no difference. Like one race or one ethnicity does not value marriage over another. There's no evidence of that. If anybody's ever researched it, then they may have found that they were wrong. And if they didn't, then it's skewed in some way because they're trying to, uh, you know, advance some some racist agenda, but there is no difference. There are no difference differences, okay? Culturally, you can make statements about any race or any ethnicity. And one that you can say about communities of color is that they value romantic partnerships that's true. Does that mean hypersexitivity? Okay, as they've been saying ever since ever since slavery days, right? It's 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 not hyper hyper uh uh hypersexuality. Did I say sensitivity? Okay, I'll go back and I'll listen. But if I did, hypersexuality, like our hormones are somehow on right now okay so if they're talking about me all right maybe so but i'm gonna own up to it so extremely high libido i apologize but as a as a as a as a community you're talking about millions and millions of people communities of color and you're just saying that we are going out and just having kids because we irresponsibly, not only irresponsibly had unprotected sex, but what they're implying is that we did it intentionally. So we were intentionally irresponsible so that we could bear children bring children into the world with the intention now you talk about conspiracies guys check this out with the intention of having kids and also see because it can't stop there with the intention of not being with the person that we're in a relationship with that is the craziest thing you can think of but this is how some people in the world and some cultures, some other, let me let me stop throwing that word culture around because, you know, culture is a big term. And we'll talk about that in a, in a I'd, I'd rather talk about that once I get a host. We'll talk about culture later because culture is a very profound word 
and it means a lot. And I believe that it is largely owned by certain groups, <clears throat> people of color, but it's largely owned by certain groups for certain reasons. And we'll talk about that. But nobody is more likely or more, uh, 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 you know, more devoted to the idea of marriage than another, or I should say one person maybe, okay? But I shouldn't, so I shouldn't say no one, but I shouldn't say no group, no racial group, all right? No racial community. It just makes no sense. However, let me say this as I make this statement one more time. Culturally, communities of color do value romantic partnerships, marriage, children, okay? But institutional and structural obstacles, intentional barriers most often prevent them from being able to realize these values. And then that statement that I just made is magnified, is exacerbated in communities of poverty where there are low incomes, okay? So it's easy to see, if you just look around, that any race, any racial group can cohabitate, okay? And if we look over time, if we go all the way back to, I don't know, the early 1900s, up until 1921, when I'm recording this, did I say 1921? Wow, I'm really old. 2021, when I am recording this podcast, right? There are reasons that cohabitation is increasing. Anybody that's listening, does this make sense? Um, it's an S word. Oh my gosh, it's an S word and people of color are not supposed to do it. People of color are not supposed to be interested in it. People of color are not supposed to be able to survival. That's the word. Okay, sorry about injecting a little bit of sarcasm, but it is what it is, guys. It is what it freaking is survival look at what an apartment cost 25 years ago and yes you can do this even if you're 19 it's called research it's called google look at what an apartment cost 25 years ago and compare that to today inflation okay gerrymandering racism Racism, racism, and I could keep on and repeating the word racism because there's all different types of racism, okay? People always just think 
just think that it's a, a, a white person doesn't like a black person call them the N-word type thing. Racism goes much deeper than that. So get that from this episode as well. It goes much deeper than that. Cohabitation is increasing because survival is becoming more difficult. Period. And why should you have to get married to someone quickly? Why should you have to get married to someone at all? Simply because, yes, you're in a relationship with this person. Yes, you guys are compatible. There's chemistry. There's sexual chemistry. You like each other. But you see, 25, 30, 40, 50 years ago, 60 years ago, then you may have opted to just have your own little place, your own little apartment. You see, that's when dating was even bigger. And if you think about it, when you talk about dating in communities of color, it's almost like a misnomer. It's almost like, a, you know, you see a dog and they look at you and they turn their head sideways like dating. Like, what is dating? You know what I'm saying? People in communities of color don't really, don't really have that, you know, that luxury. All right? Dating is a luxury. And it pretty much means... You have your own, you have a nice job, pretty decent credit, a vehicle, a place to stay, a safe place to stay. Your bills are paid. You may have debt, but you're not necessarily concerned about it. And there are no other extenuating circumstances. There's no other, you know, uh, stress being put on you by society and stuff like that but you think about it a lot of young people of color have their own places but if your place is in some you know crime infested rodent infested roach infested Law enforcement <laughs> infested, just to keep it real for a second, neighborhood, then your stress level is much higher. So congratulations. Great. You have, you have a place. You have your own place. But do you really have your own place? You know, are you really comfortable enough to say, well, you know, on Tuesday night, I'm going happy hour with Bob and on Wednesday I'm going bowling with Ken and then on Friday the girls and I you know we're going out to the club and then Saturday um, early Saturday in the afternoon Bill and I are going to the dinner theater and this is the lifestyle that is a luxury it's a luxury and a lot of people of color, again, I'm not putting a blanket statement over everyone, but a lot of people of color simply do not have this luxury. 
And you know what? It's not cool. It's not cool. Because from the outside looking in, people just think, oh, well, you know, you know, she's 22 years old. She's 21 years old. She's 28 years old. Like she's living with this guy and, and, and you know, they have a kid and they're not married. And it's not that simple. Anything, anything, especially when you're talking about entire communities and entire groups of people, it's going to be more nuanced. There's more to it. It is a fact that institutional and structural barriers and obstacles prevent communities of color from pursuing life, life, from pursuing life the way that they want to. How about that? But are the people on the outside looking in at people of color? Are you suggesting, are they suggesting that, well, you know what, then just don't have any relationships, okay? If you can't get married and you're not going to stay together with one person, like, that's a thing, right? Like, divorce is not a problem, period, across the board with all races, all communities, racial communities, ethnicities. Divorce is an issue. And you know why divorce is an issue? Divorce is an issue because survival is an issue. So you may be white. You may be European and you were able to have your own apartment, not a dorm, but while you were in college, your parents paid for your own apartment and you could decide who you're going to go out with Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. That hurt a little bit right there, trying to get that high pitch. <clears throat> but you get what I'm saying. It's a different lifestyle. So then you go to class or you're on campus and you're judging the black girls and the Latina girls that have to live in the dorm. First of all, they may have barely got to college or they're first generation college students and not because their families are uneducated, not because their families are dumb, not because their families don't care about living a better life, about getting college degrees. It's because of opportunity. Institutional racism is a thing, okay? Structural barriers are a thing. Structural Obstacles are a thing. And what society places upon you is going to affect how you move. It's going to affect how you do everything. And one thing that we all want, not everybody needs to be in a relationship, but we all, the normal ones, okay, amongst us, I'm not talking about any Unabombers out in the woods, but we need companionship. Now, that doesn't always mean sex, sex, sex. 
but we need companionship. If we don't need friends, because that's not our personality, we need a friend. And with a friend, we need acquaintances. Few of us can go to work. Our coworkers may not be our friends or people that we sleep with or hang out with, but we, we need to be a part of something. This is the human way. Many of us need that tactile stimulation, right? That's just touch. Tactile is just touch. We need to be touched. And then there are levels. There are levels. Some people need a little bit more. Some people can go without sex for years. Some people are born a virgin and they're going to die one. Now, I don't know how they live past 25, but it does happen, right? I think I just would have croaked. I would have killed over a long time ago. But there are different strokes for different folks. Different things apply to different people. So we have to keep that in mind. We can't just blanket categorize everybody. But this whole baby mama thing, people are making it sound like this is a choice. It's a con you know, it's a it's a it's a condition. It's it's a it's a characteristic. If you're a black woman or a Latina woman, then you are, you know, you're just predestined to be a baby mama because nobody's going to want you because you're educated, because you're, um, you're uneducated, because this, because that. Wow. Really? Really. So... With that said, how about if I Google what describes, let's see if they take it like this. Sometimes Google is funny, right? Um, okay, so, so, so this is interesting. Um, uh, or have I read this one already? But I, I just see that even the tone, right? When people say baby mama, you know, first of all, you do hear that's my baby daddy and stuff like that. Um, but why is the negativity on, on the woman, right? Why, is, why are the negative connotations on the woman? So here's some 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 different um Okay, so we know. We we okay, we know they're not married. So I keep saying that they're not married. Okay. Um Wiktionary says mother of a child in common. Wow. That sounds Harvardish. Harvardish. Um oh, they have different Wow, I never even saw it. Okay, so these are the... Um, see, what I'm looking for is I did not take a screenshot of what I saw on Twitter that everybody was pointing out because I didn't know that this episode would come 
right now, but I figured why not? I'm just getting started. This is episode number two, guys. So um, hopefully I'm getting better. For some reason, I am nervous. I don't know why I'm nervous. I do YouTube, but I'm starting to get a little following on YouTube um, at La Lazy Feed. Um, that's my channel. And um, it's different when you know people are listening to you. Right now, I'm just talking into the ether, right? I'm just talking into space. I'm almost talking to myself. I'm crazy right now. So that's what it is when you're starting a podcast and you just do not have a following yet. Anyway, I digress. It is not a bad thing to survive. Keep that in mind. All right. So if you're someone, if you're listening to this podcast because the visuals got your attention and you are judging women of color, or if you're a woman of color that the visuals caught you, the topic caught you, and you're getting tired of people trying to belittle and diminish the value, devalue you, women of color, or you're a male of color, all right? And we can talk about anything on this show, Rags to Kisses. There will be some episodes that will be, you know, that will lean more towards one racial group than another. But at the end of the day, the whole idea of this podcast is to, you know, get rid of, you know, some of these, ah, these, 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 these demons that society has thrust upon us and to get rid of some of the demons that we have picked up on our own. Because at the end of the day, if you're broke, everything all of the negative things out there and everything that we may discuss on this podcast or any other podcast or what you see on the news, all of these things are worse when you also do not have money or I should say enough money. So keep that in mind. Yes, it's bad when we turn on the news and we see another shooting and another mass shooting and another killing, and another this, and another that. But a lot of people that have the finances and the credit because they've had certain opportunities, or they're entrepreneurs, or they've invested their money, they still are touched just like we are. They still hear and see the same things that we do. We as in the rest of us. However, they have choices. Right? They have choices. Now, in my YouTube videos, I say success is a choice. And it's a choice you want to make. It really is. Because it gives you options. It gives you other choices. Right? If your neighborhood is bad with money and good credit, you can vacate. You can go. You're out. I'm out of here. Okay? 
I am out of here. I'm gone. Goodbye. Good riddance. I'll see you when I see you. The crime. Crime can happen anywhere. Yes, Coach Sumo, crime can happen anywhere. What are you talking about? But we know that there's a difference with living in the heart of West Baltimore than living in the heart of Calabasas, California. It's just a different are, difference. Are those people, are they insulated from crime? Are they immune? No, they are not. But the amount, so as the amount, as the quantity increases, the odds of it affecting you or your family increases. So please understand where I'm coming from. The finances, so everything, everything, let's get this out of the way here in episode two. Everything that we discuss on this channel, there's always like a sub a, a, a subtopic, a, a, a sub agenda or a, a sub meaning or something subliminal in there. And myself and my guests, hopefully my guests, hopefully my co-hosts, whether they are agree, agreeing with me or not, okay? Because it shouldn't be that type of show. I want people to speak their mind and speak their truth and how they see the world and the topics that we discuss on this show. But even if someone disagrees with me or I disagree with someone, there is still a reality out there. And the whole thing about being part of this show, being an audience of this show is that you can relate everything to sex. You can relate everything to money in one way or another, okay? If you're depressed, why? And then you're thinking of you being depressed, right? So, Coach Sumo, how does that, you know, how does money apply to that? How does sex, I don't, I don't, I don't get the connection. So how are you going to have a podcast where you're saying, Blah, blah, blah. Check it out. What type of insurance do you have, Mr. or Mrs. Depressed Person? And then who is treating you? What therapists? What psychologists? What psychiatrists? What doctors do you have access to? What community are you in? What's going on in their lives? Okay, so even if you have, you feel like you have the, the, the best of the best, the Johns Hopkins, okay, caliber physicians and PhDs that are on your particular side, then what goes on in their life can affect how you're being treated, right? Do they even care? How about that? So you have, you know, one of the top psychologists in the country or in the world even, but do they even like your kind? But someone who may, you don't even have a choice because your insurance may say, you know what, this is the list and this is what you have to choose from. Or your doctor, 
gives you a referral to somebody that they're in bed with, with, right? Not not literally in bed, okay? But what I mean is the kickbacks. I'm going to send you. So it goes deeper. Most things in life, people stop too soon. The conversation goes deeper. It always goes deeper, all right? Let's start respecting women of color who are mothers, okay? Baby mama is still it's still a term. If it's just a slang term and it's casual and you're not using it using it negatively, hey, you know, it is what it is. But these women should be applauded, okay? Just like a single father should. You're a single mother, a single mom. You are not what society is trying to say that you are. You're not necessarily uneducated. You're not necessarily this negative thing and that negative thing. And in actuality, in most cases, you are just a beautiful person and life has put you in this situation. We, we get the cards that were dealt, okay? I don't play cards, but I play games that have cards in them, okay? And we get the cards that were dealt and we make the most of it. And again, I'll leave you with this as I conclude this episode. If I decide to sleep with someone, if I'm lucky enough, okay, because you felt like I was attractive and then we, you know, we take it to that next next level. And as a man, I decide to dip. As a man, I decide to leave before I even know that you're pregnant or after I find out, whoa, whoa, okay, nah, that's not me. That's not me. I'm out of here. Why does that automatically speak negative things about you why does that make you less of a person because of a decision that i made and listen you guys can email me i do not believe that women intentionally have children because they're stupid or because their thoughts or because they're irresponsible I do not believe it's an intentional thing. I believe things happen. And just because you are a person of color does not mean that you are any more guilty or anything than some other ways. At any rate, I will see you guys. Or see you guys. See, I'm so used to being a content creator on YouTube. Next episode, don't know what the topic is yet. Just getting my feet wet, trying to get comfortable in the studio, trying to get comfortable talking on the microphone. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Next episode is on the way.